Hi, friends, and welcome back to this part two of our episode all about the elements. So we are going to get started with water and then move on to fire to wrap up this episode. What I researched on water, and I really wanted this one because I just resonate with water and I felt like it's really helped me on my journey to being more enlightened day by day. The zodiac signs associated with water is Pisces, Scorpio, and Cancer. So we ritually use water without thought. It's very cleansing. We bathe with it. We wash our hands. We cook food with it. We take our medicine with it. In Christianity, they use it with baptism and other religions, but I think Christianity is the one that we'll think of when you think of baptism. It wash away sins. In the Islamic tradition, ritual ablution, wudu, involves washing the hands, face, arms, and feet with water before prayer. And then this intention is to purify the body and soul and to prepare the worshiper for communication with God. And then in Hinduism, there's a ritual called Abhishekam, A-B-H-I-S-H-E-K-A-M. You pour water and other substances over a statue of a deity to symbolize the purification and renewal of the worshiper's soul. And many Native Americans acknowledge water in various traditions as the spiritual power and life-giving force of nature. For example... The Lakota Suix tradition has a sweat lodge ceremony where they take hot rocks and then water, which creates the steam, which is believed to be healing and purifying, which is we've integrated that into society today. Like sauna, mm-hmm. same thing. They have hot rocks. It creates a steam. And it's supposed to be this new age thing where it's healthy for your body, but it comes from a spiritual tradition. And some indigenous tribes use water as a healing ritual. And even today, water is a conduit for healing herbs, such as what we're drinking now. Mm -hmm. Conduit that you add herbs or medicine to, and then you can drink in that medicine or an IV. Spiritual baths. I was literally spiritual baths. Mm -hmm. You have your special blend of herbs that you you sell Mm -hmm. and oils instructions for a spiritual bath and you add that to the water and that cleanses you it removes negativity it removes curses and then water is often used as a offering to spirits or the creator in some indigenous cultures offerings are made to bodies of water such as lakes and rivers for blessings and guidance in spells you can release a spell bag or a jar to a river or lake or ocean don't want to forget about the ocean. When you release it to them, it's to connect to the whole of the water for permanence. So mm-hmm. you release it into the ocean and that is giving to a large body of water, which is said to be really strong. So like I love releasing stuff into the ocean since we live kind of near one. But you can do a river running water or lakes. And then water can play a role in a vision quest or meditation. It's really helped me with my focus. It's calming. When the water is running, been proven, reduces anxiety. Then when you go sit by running water, that's why they have like sounds of the ocean to calm you down from anxiety. Or when you're trying to sleep or a babbling brook, you go get a Mm -hmm. a massage and they have that playing. There's reasons for that. When you're trying to do a spell and calm your mind and focus your mind. I've mentioned how that's been a huge struggle with me, with my ADHD, just calming my mind enough to be able to do that. So I end up meditating a lot when I'm taking a bath Mm -hmm. because the sound of the water, the feel of the water 
It's a conduit. It helps calm my mind, think about what I'm doing and getting it out there. Mm -hmm. Water represents the connection to life on earth. It gives life and connects the elements. Earlier, I was saying something about how some tribes believe it is the birthing of a new life force. And I thought of birthing baths. Mm-hmm. So when you're bringing new life, some people might give birth in a bath because it's more welcoming to the baby. But right. there's a spiritual thing to that, too. When the baby comes in the world, it's coming in water. It's cleansing itself. And then there's other people that may have it in a hospital and then they happen to be Christian or Catholic, and then they go and get the baby baptized, and that's cleansing. And then water is associated with intuitiveness, which I don't think I I necessarily knew, but it kind of connects where when I'm trying to really open up my third eye and really focus, that water connects me to that. And then we talked earlier about charging stones and crystals and different things in the moon and the sun and the stars. I feel like moon water is kind of something that's pretty circulated or, or commonly known. I don't want to say well-known for people that don't know about it because there's plenty of things that I've talked about a lot that I don't know of. But the moon affects the gravitational pull on Earth, which changes the tides. And it affects rivers and lakes too, but in a smaller capacity. So there's like two high tides within a cycle of a 24-hour period and two low tides. So it would make sense that us as beings that are made up of 60% water are affected by the moon, the sun, the stars. Mm -hmm. Think about how the sun gives us vitamin D and during the wintertime, When there's cloud coverage, a lot of people suffer from seasonal depression. Mm -hmm. I being one of them, it's because your body is affected when you don't get charged up. You are a crystal, essentially, and you need that energy. So if you're not getting it from the sun, you start feeling really low vibrational because you're not charged up. Same thing with water. If you charge the water under the celestial stars that I talked about earlier, the moon, or the sun, uh, you can fill it with that intention and then you can either drink it or you can feed it to plants. So what I like to do if I do a spell, I like to use when I burn a candle, I put it in a bowl with a little bit of water at the bottom. The candles I make have a lot of herbs on them. So safety. Also, you can add offerings to that water while that candle's burning. I do that a lot. And then when you're done with the candle, you throw the candle away, but you use the water to water a plant. For instance, I have a plant that's mother of a thousand, and it has tiny little succulent pups that grow on each one of its leaves, probably like 20 pups to each leaf. And that one pup can create a whole new plant. So if I were to do a spell that was, I want my wealth to grow, like a money spell, then I would take that water, feed it to that plant, knowing that plant is going to multiply. That's how I use water in a lot of my spells. Water is transformative. It can be liquid ice steam. When you get baptized, you transform. When you are dirty and you use water, you become clean. It feeds the body. It feeds the land and is the mother nature's milk. Dr. Imato did a experiment where he talked to water. And we did discuss this in a previous episode a little bit where he would talk into a cup of water and he would say, I love you. You're beautiful and just nice, loving things. And then he would freeze that. And then he would talk into another cup of water, same amount of water. I hate you. You're stupid. Just bad things and freeze it. 
and it was really interesting under the same temperatures, same amount of water, same cups, how differently they froze, how differently they crystallized. And that's where the theory that water has memory comes from. It remembers what it absorbs around it. The flow and flexibility of water is a symbol and it helps getting through obstacles in life. It is thought to have the ability to carry and transmit spiritual vibrations or frequencies. This idea is based on a belief that all matter, including water, is made up of an energy and that energy can be transferred from one form to another. And I put thinking of a stone in a pond making ripples. And this is something my mom would tell me all the time. And it was basically a metaphorical lesson on how my actions affect more than just me. Mm-hmm. And it's very pure. Oh, the ripple effect. The ripple effect. Yeah. So you throw a stone, even a small pebble, into a calm lake and it creates ripples across the entire lake. So she was just always saying like, hey, your actions are a pebble in a lake. So I think about that when it says it's the ability to carry and transmit spiritual vibrations. Well, we talk about speaking into the universe. Manifestation is a vibration. It's a power. Well, water absorbs that power and it shows it with the ripples. It shows it with the waves. It shows the effect that the moon's energy has on it through the king tides and the low tide. So it shows you how powerful it really is. Now, some cultures believe that a body of water has its own spirit. And when you connect to that spirit, you connect to the strength and power of the whole body of water. And this is something that I also read in my familiar book, but it talked about when Buddha connected to the tree. Some people believe that he had a familiar spirit within that tree. And that he had tapped into that. And some Native Americans believe the Appalachian Mountains is an actual spirit embodied into it. And different trees have different spirits. And then you connect to them and you can talk to them. Well, that ties into your string theory that you were talking about Mm -hmm. in dimensions because you can be in one place. So if a tree Mm -hmm. is in your front yard, it can also be in the same space in the fifth dimension Mm-hmm. Or the sixth dimension have a completely different energy. Yeah. So maybe that's what they're tapping into. Yeah, that could be. Yeah. Them. How to consecrate water for spiritual or magical use. Clean water is key, meaning filtered or bottled or mountain or anywhere with a natural spring. You just don't want to get mud water. That's rude. And, <laughs> and consider the source. So if it's a natural, if it's ocean, or some people like to get it from a sacred ground, set your intention, pray and meditate, and then do your ritual. You can use crystals, herbs, and different tools. You can do a different ceremony or just visualize. Store properly, so in a glass, in a cool, dark place, or some may add preservatives such as vinegar or alcohol, spirits. <laughs> Use for blessings and healings, for purifying offerings, because having it consecrated amplifies its energy. So I use dragon's blood for everything to enhance the potency. So if you use consecrated water in your spell, it's same thing. It amplifies the intention. Right, like holy water. Yeah. And that's what I was like, dude, how do you consecrate? Oh, mm-hmm. You just say some prayer. And you can say some prayers over. You can. You can yeah. make the water holy yourself. Yeah. 
But I never thought about using different spirits and herbs and stuff. I make my spiritual spray, my aura spray. Oh my gosh! Yes, moon you do. Water and obsidian water and different herbs and and crystals and holy water. That's and crystals. Yes. Mm-hmm. And we'll be at work and like you'll get somebody in and they'll just be really mean and I'm like <laughs> I gotta go use Saudi spray. Right. I need to bring some more in, by the way. Yeah, because and if anybody listening wants to order some, go to sacredflame.love mm-hmm. and you can order some there. And get you some because it works. We put it in our diffuser mm-hmm. when everybody's cranky and a bad mood. <laughs> it like clears out everyone's aura. It's like chill spray. <laughs> you can use crystals with water. I mean, you could put crystals in water stones as well. But you can also just set them outside of your glass of water and you meditate. Here's a few that are associated with water. So aquamarine, moonstone, lapis lazuli, amethyst, labradorite. Blue lace agate, and there's a ton more, but those are the top of my head. You sit those outside of your glass of water, meditate. They all have to do with intuition and psychic awareness and communication. And so I find it funny that air is associated with communication and these associate with water, which do with mm-hmm. communication. And that's what well, there's I, oxygen and water. Yeah. So that all combines. It's all one. Yeah. And then to add to that, you can just use your hands as well. So if anybody knows anything about Reiki or using Mm -hmm. energy, she energy through your body, you can just use your hand and get a lot of energy within that and then let the water run from your hands into the glass. Oh, okay. I thought you meant like put the crystal in your hand and let it flow in. You can do that too. Okay. I know there's some crystals that are toxic to ingest. So just make sure you know do your research yeah make sure you're just careful with it there's also herbs to do with water seaweed has to do with abundance watercress with energy chamomile restfulness rose and jasmine have to do with love spells and emotional healing yarrow and lavender peace and purification which is interesting i'm always drawn to the sea something magical about the Mm -hmm. sea but with the water too you can also collect salt water from the ocean and make your own salt Yes. Yes. I do that. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Another thing is like, well, salt is very protective and purifying. So if you just go lay in the ocean, if Mm -hmm. you're feeling like you're having a really bad time in life or you're just needing a rejuvenal day, I know if you can, like, Mm -hmm. I don't want to be like, just go to the beach. If not, you could also put some sea salt in a spray Mm -hmm. bottle and spray your body with it. Oh yeah. Or take a bath in it. Mm hmm. You know? Leave it in your hair. It makes your hair look cute. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Beauty tips from Sade. <laughs> so, yeah, I mean, when there's a will, there's a way. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, but. using that because water is feminine, right? Mm-hmm. And it deals with the emotional energy. Mm-hmm. So I know everyone's like, oh, you're a water sign. Emotional. Um, but anyway, so seashells, you can use them for offerings, divination. You can cast shells like runes, protection, talisman, and healing. Or going to the ocean and meditating because it's calming. Or a lake or a waterfall mm-hmm. like you were talking about with air energy. You can go by a waterfall and meditate because of that air. And if you're at the top of it, you're in a high elevation, which is high vibrational. So you're just like winning all around. <laughs> right. <laughs> and drink all the water because it's good for you. I always forget that. <laughs> Drink your water. So let's move on to fire. fire. <laughs> oh we did God. that synchronicity. <laughs> All right. <laughs> so fire is Aries, Leo, Sagittarius. Mm-hmm. Fire element helps create reality 
and things are forged in fire. Mm -hmm. So the fire can help you shape and mold things into reality. So physically, mentally, and spiritually. And fire can also purify or it can destroy things. Mm -hmm. People with fire energy seem to all have similar personality traits. Mm -hmm. They can get super inspired or fired up when they're passionate about something. Mm -hmm. The fire energy can be really warm and purifying. It can also be like really explosive and deadly. If you have too much fire energy within you, and you don't even need to be a fire sign mm -hmm. to have too much fire energy built up inside you. Mm -hmm. Some people can are really like quick to anger or always seems like they're mad all the time mm -hmm. or just have a short fuse and they snap. Yeah. So having too much fire energy can be harmful in some ways because just like fire, like it can cook your food and it can warm your home, mm -hmm. but it also can burn down your home. And it can burn you and it can hurt you. Right. If you have too much fire energy, what element would you recommend they work with to counteract it? I would say water. Water? For sure. Yeah. To calm that down. It's funny because my partner is a triple fire sign. And he's really passive. Yeah. He's just real so, yeah. real sweet and calm. But mm -hmm. he has talked about. In the but you never know. He could snap one day. <laughs> he could. Yeah. It's the quiet one's got to worry about. <laughs> right. But because all it takes is a little, yeah. you know, spark to light an inferno yeah you know like but he talks about how he has trouble getting along with water signs okay like in general he's like oh they're a water sign mm -hmm. that makes sense and i'm so that's kind of funny where you're like i need more water that would kind of make sense mm -hmm. yeah and so the fire element is seen as a rage it's a symbol of love desire passion strength lust power light energy it's a symbol of transformation so it, even if you look at it like it turns food into energy Mm -hmm. Right. And ideas into action and offerings given to the fire turns that into spiritual smoke. Yeah. Right. And then fire embodies the strongest source of power. It probably has the most energy. The mystics say that fire is the ultimate element of the four because it's the embodiment of the gods, the sun and the light. Mm -hmm. So I think you were talking about that earlier mm -hmm. about the sun. Yeah. And the sun has light codes within it as what light codes light codes yeah that's so awesome. if you're sitting outside and you're meditating close your eyes and there's sun gazing as well and we can get oh, into that too yeah. and there's powerful messages that are being downloaded pretty much towards you when you sun gaze mm -hmm. but i like to sit outside and just meditate mm -hmm. on a sunny day and mm -hmm. close my eyes and you will start to see like it feels like light codes are coming at you, mm -hmm. like oranges and reds and hues of beautiful color through your eyelids. Yeah. Whenever I go to the dentist, I close my eyes and they have that shining bright light on you, even though you're wearing sunglasses. And I literally visualize that I'm on the beach with sun on me. And that's how I get through that because mm -hmm. I'm scared of the dentist. Mm -hmm. But yeah, so I do that mm -hmm. too. So if you can't use the sun, you can use, of course, like a candle. Mm -hmm. And use the flame. And there's exercises that you can do mm -hmm. to help you with that. My favorite is going into a dark room mm -hmm. with a single candle and gazing at the candle for periods of time. And then asking questions or just opening myself up. Because the mm -hmm. flames do speak a language. They are connected to an element. Yeah. Right? So there's a consciousness behind that. Yeah. It kind of so, reminds me when we go camping and they have a fire. Bonfires. Yeah. And everybody's just spaced out looking at the fire because they're all meditating on it mm -hmm. without realizing yeah. it. Yeah. It's like and you're even hypnotized. though you're, yeah, exactly. And even though your conscious mind might not be picking up on the messages, your subconscious mind is always turned on mm -hmm. and it's picking up on that. Mm -hmm. So you're receiving messages through 
the flames, Mm -hmm. whether it's a candle or a bonfire. And you see people dancing around. We went to this place called the Country Fair Mm -hmm. in Oregon, and it was like this big hippie festival. It was beautiful. And they had a huge bonfire. And there was women like just chanting and dancing around the fire topless. And it was so beautiful and so empowering, Mm -hmm. you know, just the fire element. That's amazing. I've been to different parties where there were fire dancers and stuff like twirling fire sticks. And it's really hypnotizing. Like fire dancing and stuff like that. Yeah. If you're into alchemy, they say if you can control the elements within you, you can control the elements outside of you. Mm -hmm. So like the saying, as within, so without. So when we talk about the fire energy, we're talking about the fire energy that burns within us. And if we can control that, then we can control our outer. I was watching this video on a monk where he was dunking into cold water but staying hot or vice versa. Mm -hmm. His temperature was like really, really cold on the inside but it was warm in the room yeah, it was controlling his body temperature yeah. through meditation yeah yes i saw that yeah <laughs> so yeah so if your life is filled with chaos inwardly like you're short-tempered you have no control you're angry jealous quick to snap easily irritated it will start to affect your surroundings mm-hmm. it can cause you to get severe anxiety depression because of what's going on in the inside will reflect that so you could like lose your job relationship issues, loss of friends and family, accidents, and even accidental fires. Because Mm. if your energy is too strong and you're fueling that, have your life go up in flames. Pretty much, yeah. um, Because of that. And then on the physical level, it can really affect your health. Mm -hmm. So people that are angry all the time and they have a really strong fire energy within them, Mm -hmm. they have high blood pressure, headaches, heart problems, digestive issues, and like even skin disorders. So it can manifest in the physical. Yeah. And then you're more likely to have like strokes and things like that as well. And if you're angry all the time, it can even affect your judgment and make you more susceptible to commit crimes and be violent. So jail, prison, snaps. That's why it's really important to like keep your fire energy under control. Right. And keep it in balance because it can also have a lot of beneficial things as well. Anger can be powerful if used correctly and not letting it use you. Mm. Because you can get angry about something. It can really like fuel something within you to make change, to purify Mm. something, to transform something. To put that energy into a spell. Yeah. Or into something that you want because fire energy is all about passion. Mm -hmm. Right. So it's like whatever makes you feel like alive. Yeah. And then there's different things like if you're feeling really low and your fire energy feels down, there's a couple different things you can do to like speed that up. Right. So say you have like a a heavy water energy or something Mm -hmm. like that. And it's kind of just put your spark out. You can't find the motivation to do things. Mm -hmm. There's a couple different things you can do. One of them is eating spicy food, raising your metabolism, Mm -hmm. different breathing exercises. So if you're breathing really slow to calm yourself down, like taking a big deep breath and holding it, and that's to calm you down, you can do the opposite of that to speed it up. So you want to get your cardiovascular going. You want to, you can do breathing exercises where you're breathing like super fast. Well, that's like when you go to Climax. I know I always bring everything back to sex. When you go to Climax. Everything. Yeah, but it, it, it does it does connect because when you go to Climax, you're breathing really heavy. Mm-hmm. And so you're speeding up your, your breathing. And then that passion. Mm-hmm. that Exactly. Yeah. It's like that joy, passion, yeah. excitement, like all of that. Exactly. Within you. I was like, <laughs> I was just connecting. <laughs> just connecting to my fire. Yeah. <laughs> We're good. <laughs> 
It's so yeah, if you have it like in control and you have a healthy amount of your fire energy, you're probably a really social person, like easily excited. You stay connected with friends and family and your community. You chase your dreams and like positive goals. Mm-hmm. You're not just focused on like jealousy or you know, mm-hmm. anger, hatred, you're not focused on the low vibrational part of that. If you're focused on the higher vibrational part of that, it gives you like stronger intuition, spiritually, emotionally, physically, mentally. And you're like an inspiration to other people, right. people like really high fire energy. Firecracker. Yeah. Yeah. And it's like, you're just around them. They're like, holy shit. Yeah. Like, that was intense. Like, yeah. Somebody's energy and they're using it in a positive way. They're the life of the party. Mm-hmm. If somebody is like really angry and on the wrong side of the fire spectrum, and they need to transform that mm-hmm. maybe they can use water to help them transform mm-hmm. that energy yeah they can into the positive side of the mm-hmm. spectrum exactly Just pulling different parts of the episode right. together <laughs> i was talking to a friend of mine the other day and we were talking about anxiety right because when i remember being a teenager a young adult i didn't suffer with anxiety at all I remember like if I had a new job to go to or something that I had to do that was a feeling of excitement I was Mm -hmm. excited to go to my job I was excited for you know this new thing that was happening in my life Mm -hmm. and then after a period of time I had like a nervous breakdown I had kind of like a spiritual breakthrough Mm -hmm. type thing and then I realized that I was starting to get anxiety from the things that used to bring me excitement Mm -hmm. so there's like a thin line between that and now sometimes when I do get anxiety I have to talk to myself and just be like is this really anxiety or am I excited and I'm just like mixing the two of those up within myself you know what I mean so it's like a lot of self-talk as Mm -hmm. well when it comes to that and I was talking to my friend about it he's like yeah me too like I used to never Mm -hmm. have anxiety and I used to just be excited for things oh it's like and now sometimes my excitement I Mm -hmm. mistake it for anxiety. When I took the kids to the amusement park and I hadn't been in a few years, but I always love like roller coasters and rides and stuff. And I took them and they're finally all old enough to go on like the roller coasters and stuff. And I started going on rides with them and having fun. And a few rides in, I started feeling nauseous and getting anxiety. And I'm like, what the hell? Is this what getting old is like? Mm -hmm. Oh my gosh. I've always lived for the And like, I would love to go skydiving or mm-hmm. like bungee jumping. None of that stuff scares me. Right. And so it was crazy to me to be like, why am I feeling this way? It's so out of pocket for me, but maybe it was my fire energy. <laughs> it might have been. Yeah. You know, and there's a fine line between that too. Mm-hmm. The fire energy is so explosive, mm-hmm. you know, and it's kind of hard to control. Yeah. It, you know, like I said, like if you're feeling like you don't have enough of it, exercise getting anything that makes your sex like mm-hmm. you're saying you know yeah. anything that you're passionate about like following that drive mm-hmm. that you have like if something is is pulling you towards it yeah and you feel like your heart beating fast mm-hmm. and you're excited about it right that's the fire energy yeah pulling you towards that like use your creativity because mm-hmm. creativity is a conduit for anything spiritual i feel right exactly and you talked about fire destroying and also kind of being purifying mm-hmm. and it made me think of it's mm-hmm. a viking funeral mm-hmm. yes where they would send them off into the water and, and then yeah and have mm-hmm. them burn up mm-hmm. but if you look at nature mm-hmm. it's very destructive because fire can go through an entire ecosystem with mm-hmm. trees and and everything like that for like miles and miles and miles but the ash that comes back down on it creates a beautiful lush environment you know mm-hmm. it burns down everything that was old everything that wasn't serving the earth anymore mm-hmm. and burn that up so it made room for new growth yeah and healthier growth 
Mm-hmm. So it's kind of like that when you're using your fire energy too, like the phoenix. I was literally just thinking the Who same thing. Yeah. So sometimes you have to completely set yourself on fire and burn away all those impurities, mm-hmm. all the thoughts and the physically, mentally, spiritually, however you want to look at it with whatever you're going through in your life and let that burn down to ash mm-hmm. and then recreate yourself from that. You know, if you've got all this old dead energy mm-hmm. around things that aren't serving you anymore mm-hmm. mentally or spiritually, yeah. like, you have to get rid of that some way. And the quickest way is through mm-hmm. a fire. Like when I do my spells, I use the air energy to write my spells or to speak it into existence. And I write it down on a piece of paper and I usually put it into the fire. Mm-hmm. When you do ancestry, I was money, literally just right? thinking that too. Damn it. I was just <laughs> yes. going to say that. Yeah, you go ahead though. So when no, you, well, you're so when you ancestor it, money, yeah. right? So you're using the ancestor money and you put it into the fire smoke. You know, you mm-hmm. use the fire to create the smoke mm-hmm. and for then your that, ancestors. Yeah, and, and that, that's that sends what they the use energy, energy directly to them. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's what, I right. was like, you told me about it. <laughs> and to make something work fast. So like yeah. when when you think about it, I think that I'm doing fire energy when I do like my spells with like cayenne pepper mm-hmm. and spicy yeah. foods and stuff like that. I want it to work quick. Yeah. I even put like um, instant coffee sometimes oh, in really? my spells if I want it to work really fast and like right now. Um, What's that deity that you work with? Saint? Saint Expedite. Saint Expedite. I don't know. When you're thinking about fast acting, he's a fast acting mm-hmm. deity yeah. where he'll give you stuff immediately. Right. Is he connected to fire energy? He might be. I'd have to check into that. Well, I yeah. know fire energy is a masculine energy. Right. It just made me think of him mm-hmm. when you were talking about fast acting. Get it and get stuff. it right yeah. now. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that would make sense. I think that's the longest two-parter episode we've ever done. <laughs> Like, no. And I knew it would be because we had so much information on everything. All right. So that wraps up our two part episode on the elements. Stay tuned into next week as we talk about our past, our path and our present and keep your minds open. Namaste.